Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome to By the By. Mr. and Mrs. Adam would like to advise that this show is not suitable for persons under the age of 16. It contains sexual references such as extramarital activities, group sex, oral sex, anal sex, puppy piles, and pegging. Minors should be escorted out of the room, and if you are easily offended, go watch Channel 9. For the rest of us, sit back, loosen your pants, and dive into By the By. <laughs> that is my favorite thing maybe ever thank you blue steel so i was in the shower i was cleaning my ass and making all shirts all sparkly thank you clean. i'm not the funny one i'm the pretty one cock shots <laughs> i just checked myself out music wine and then blue bump the glory holds like a, a like dick theater which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, this is Mrs. Adam. And this is Mr. Adam. Thanks for joining us on another episode of By the By. This is a very special episode. Mm-hmm. This is episode 50. Yay! And we have guests. Return guests. Like sequel return guests. Mm -hmm. I can't tell who they are. People already knew by now. (laughs) We have the illustrious lady. Hello. And Ginger Tramp, which I still still think Super Tramp. (laughs) That's me. (laughs) Hi. The super ginger tramp. The super ginger tramp. Yeah, yeah it's been uh, it's been a little over a year since the last time you were on here, and now we have better equipment. Yay! <laughs> and we know what we're doing, so we're gonna be able to record this the first time. This looks flash and semi-professional now. Yeah, I got a semi. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> probably helps that we aren't half trash sitting in a castle either. Uh, uh, I think we were more than half trashed. We were full <laughs> trashed, and I do wish I was in a castle still. Yeah, you're in my castle. Aww. And we're on the way to getting trashed. <laughs> we are drinking champagne at... Um, 11.30 in the morning. Yeah, and you and I started with rum at 10.30. 10.30 and had last beers at 3 a.m. Yeah. Woo-hoo! Yes. <laughs> winning winning at life. life. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast proudly sponsors the Liver Foundation. <laughs> and it's sponsored by many, many beers. All right, um, yeah, so why, why did we invite these two back? Well, I thought we were going to do a revisit of the... Oh, yes. Jealousy. Dun, dun, dun. The green-eyed monster part deux. Hey, yes. that's not what you're supposed to call me. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Creepy, but okay. Um, yeah, so the last time we talked to you guys, you guys had really just sort of started out in this whole... Uh, air quotes, adventure, and um, you're still doing it, so that's a good sign, right? I mean, on both occasions, like, you're both doing it with each other and with each other, other people, anyway. Um, you're, you're still checking out the open relationship status, yes? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> wow. Well, okay, we don't have to fill a full hour, but... <laughs> um, so... Uh, how have things changed in the last year? Well, should we go back and review where they were a okay. year ago? Do you remember exactly where they were? Because I sort of listened to the, our previous podcast yeah. in preparation for this one. So you guys were embarking down the road of open relationships. You were seeing other people separately. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was how you wanted to keep it, was to always see people separately. And there were some jealousy issues that you guys had worked through, were working through. Um, so I guess the first question I would ask is, are you still in the same kind of open relationship you were? Where you only see people separately, 
it, it, serious relationships, casual relationships? What What is it that, where are you now? You can do the talking. Okay. Um, so we're seeing other people. We're separately. We're seeing other people together mm. in the same room at the same time and everything. Um, That's a big and, jump. Yeah, it is. It's kind of fun jump too. Yeah, because I remember specifically. I don't remember. I think both of you all said it on the last podcast that, and I wrote this note down, <laughs> and I quote, "Not wanting to play in the same room." Um, how quickly things change. What made that change? It was hot. <laughs> <laughs> so it was one of those situations where your imagined version wasn't was, as scary. Was as, wasn't as scary as the real, actual, factual happening. Is that right? Yeah. Um, I think it started with, what, a kiss, a really hot kiss that was really, really, really nice to watch. And it kind of exploded from there. Who kissed who? The ginger tramp kissed another lady in front mm-hmm. of me, and oh god, it was really nice. <laughs> she was really pretty. And then I thought, I want to do that too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah hang on, sorry. Yeah, no, you looked confused for a second, and then you got that like the light bulb actually. Well, it's just that many that I've been kissing, and I just I really struggle to keep. There's only been two, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and because of the drinking issues. No, I think going back to the question um, or to where this sort of little line of questioning started, when we did the podcast back in February last year, the idea of us being in the same room with each other with other people did seem quite scary, and um, and and we felt that it would probably provoke um, more issues than it would have. Um, uh, provided pleasure or interest or, or um, intimacy that would come out of it. Um, I mean, from February through to, oh, let's say for the six months after that, we found out that there was a lot more in the way of jealousy issues between both of us and within both of us that we hadn't really dealt with. We thought we were doing okay, um, but we really weren't. And uh, if I go back to this but the time sounded like a really great analogy of, you know, we'd gone from playing B grade to playing, you know, first division sport and, and we were thought we were doing really well. Turns out that the, um, you know, the first couple of tough games and the first couple of tough issues that we had, it all started to unravel. So we had to pick apart our entire relationship and, and almost start again in a way. Um, but what it meant was that when it got to the point where we, um, looked at playing in the same space with someone else, um, all those preconceived notions of what we thought would create jealousy for us and be an issue had um, sort of been, I don't know if it had been dealt with, but we were starting from probably a, a, a new space. It was almost like we had bulldozed the entire relationship and started again. We burned it to the ground and rebuilt you know, I think that's actually kind of cool. It's it's interesting both to a, is it too honest and real? No, it's great. No, it's great because it is interesting because you look at it, and you're like, you, what you guys did was you completely raised your relationship, and and started kind of started from scratch. And I think that's a one. It's it's there are many couples out there who would do who would get to a point like that and say, fuck it, let's just pull the plug. We can't do this. We can't anymore. do this anymore with each other. Yeah. Uh, and then there's other couples that would just sort of say, well, status quo, this is how life is supposed to be, and this is how life is. And rather than do that, you guys, you know, it may have been painful and bloody and and hurtful to do it, but you went through it and you managed to, you know, you managed to... You saw a way to to rebuild what you had and to, to go back to that point where you have this wonderful relationship in a different realm and it takes a different shape, but you can still have that wonderful relationship and continue on the the open path that you want to continue down. Yeah, I actually think it's quite admirable. Yeah. Not you know, it's a bloody hard work. I won't lie. No, yeah, nothing worthwhile is easy. No, except for me. True. Very true. Oh, all y'all, <laughs> fuck you all. <laughs> Just gonna sit over here and drink my champagne. There's there's, there's a poll up on Survey Monkey. Is Mr. Adam easy and worth it or not? <laughs> 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 
So when you decided to, or maybe it was a, was it a conscious decision, I guess, first of all, or not, to then when you saw Ginger Tramp Lady, when you saw Ginger Tramp kiss someone else, and you wanted to see more of that, how did that then translate into playing in the same room? Was it an immediate thing? Was it a little-by-little little kind of thing? Well, I think both of us are, are the kind of people that won't just randomly meet people and hook up. Mm-hmm. So we'd been chatting to this couple via uh, kick for a little while, and they'd come over and we'd had dinner and spend some time together, and then we went to Sydney for a little holiday and we're staying in the same place as them, and we went out for dinner, and there was lots of touching, and you know. That was for just... my birthday. Oh, that it was, was too. Best birthday weekend ever. <laughs> That's right. That was the weekend we all went to our secret spot as well, right? That's yeah. right. There were six of us up there. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <sighs> yeah. That was the weekend that you finally got to settle the sexual tension between Ginger Tramp and. Yeah. Mrs. Adam. That's right, yeah. yeah. Holy shit, that was a big weekend then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was huge. It was monumental. Uh, there was two ladies that weekend. <laughs> Three. Uh, you count as a lady, lady. Yeah. Really? <laughs> well, hence your name. You are the lady. <laughs> Doesn't mean I act like one. <laughs> two ladies and the lady. Two Ooh, ladies and yeah. one cup. Oh, never. No. Oh, I'm sorry. There is a line. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I still say that it was ice cream. I don't want to hear anything else than that. Anyway. <laughs> but yes, getting back on the topic. <laughs> I like that he's trying to rein us in. That's it's not even your, my podcast. That's usually your job. <laughs> I know. I'm so, happy to give it over. <laughs> so what happened? So you saw me. We were staying in the same hotel with um, this with other, the, couple. Uh, other couple. Yeah. Um, and we went out and had dinner. Mm-hmm. And there was lots of touching. Yeah, and hand-holding, cuddles, and little neck touches, and things like that. Yeah. And then we went back to the our room, and I failed miserably to pick up on all signals because I do not ha- know how to accept flirtation or give flirtation. And they went back upstairs, and I texted madly, I'm like... Um, I think I've, I missed no. something here. Yeah, you did, because <laughs> I've, I've said to you after I've left the room, I said, what happened? It, it was everyone was ready to go, and you were sitting there on the bed. And what the hell was going? Do, do you not want to do things? It's like, yeah, I did. I didn't want to do. So get on the phone to them now. <laughs> see what see what they were thinking. That's awesome. Wait, did you text? Please come back. Yes, <laughs> that's awesome. You text. I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> and they've texted back. We thought, lady, you weren't actually wanting to do anything, given that you weren't responding to any flirts or anything. I didn't know anyone was flirting with me. Oh, <laughs> God, love you. Oh, God. <laughs> so they came back and then um, sort of two hours later, they left the room and it was our first... <laughs> um, yes, it was our first experience playing in the same space with another couple, which was really quite cool. Yeah. Was that awkward at all at first, or did was it just immediately okay? Um, I think I was the first one to get naked in the room. <laughs> so, yeah, you've gone from being the person who couldn't work out what any of the flotation was. <laughs> it's just this binary thing. It's a switch on, off. I'm sort of imagining, you remember how Ace Ventura got naked in the first movie where he just throws his arms back and the clothes just fly off? That's Pretty much. It was yeah. kind of like that. Yeah. And you know, yeah. I just looked over at the bed at one stage because I was engaged on the... The, the couch seat thing um, on the other side of the hotel room. And it's like, <laughs> wow, that's all progressed really quickly. <laughs> I need someone to tell me when people are flirting with me because I have no idea. Although. Although. You know, although. Your beautiful presentation. Oh, yes. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, so I have a bit of a presentation on flirting. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, See if we can help the lady out with that a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) This is what flirting looks like. (laughs) Honestly, I needed to know. (laughs) You're pretty. (laughs) Yeah. Um, The ginger tramp seems to be having a problem. Oh, he's looking looking where the high watermark was in that bottle. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So then when you were playing in the room together, this was the first time that you've played in the same room together with another couple. Before you'd always seen people separately. Yeah. And... Did that change the jealousy dynamic at all? Like, where did this fit in with 
redefining your relationship and building from ground up. Where was that all in the timeline of things? Um, oh, I don't remember. I'll go with it because your recollections of history are pretty poor sometimes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think by the stage we'd got to Sydney for my birthday, we had um, we had effectively raised the relationship to the ground and it had, had started again. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was... It was neutral it was, territory as well. Yeah, it was neutral territory, yeah. but it was almost like a, a jump-off point for us into, okay, well, we've now managed to save this thing we've we've burnt it to the ground we've started to rebuild um that's all going okay and you know we we had mutually agreed during the process of um of of burning it to the ground that we still wanted to do if it was to continue we still wanted to have um an open relationship in whatever sense that might be so um that had been one of the, the things that we had agreed on during all of that period and then it was almost like a yeah but an end of a end of a stage the end of the beginning um, or a beginning of a new stage yeah and then the beginning of a new stage so it was yeah it was really quite fun so and then we sort of had a repeat performance the next night yeah so, with four people and people watching which yeah. was a new experience for me that's special so yeah, because that was the night that the six of us went to our secret spot, mm-hmm. uh, and that was was that your first time to a swingers club? No, it wasn't. Oh, okay, but it was your first time at our secret spot. First time at our secret spot, okay. and first time somewhere with with me, the lady. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and that was fun because I remember we were all up on the big bed. Yes. Oh, yes I love that room. Fun. I've I had know. so much fun in that room. Anyway, um, <laughs> I was going to ask a question, and my brain just went. Completely dead. Well, while you think of that, thanks. Um, <laughs> I had been to a club on my own um, with in, another partner or as a single male. No, got in, an invite as a single male. Okay. How did that go? Um, well, I got the invite because I'm a beautiful human being. And they saw <laughs> me and they just said, "You have to come along." So they saw you at like the Woolies. He- I was headhunted. They, they saw you at Woolies and were like, yeah, "Hey, uh, yeah. what are you doing Saturday?" Yeah, yeah what are you doing? Um, yeah. I think they were just wandering around saying, you in for swinging, in for swinging, in for swinging. And it was um, one of those two homeless guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was but, just thinking that it was trying to dy- end up the dynamic with a different race, being a, he's a ginger. But getting to an actual point, um, <laughs> I did go on my own as a, as a single male, and the experience going as a single male compared to going as a couple was, was far different. Um, it was far better going as a couple. I'm sure you can have a lot of fun going as a single guy, but it did just seem... You, you were there to provide a service. You, really, yeah. You're a piece of meat. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I felt love it. felt like I was on you know on the street in Amsterdam in a window, just the red light on, waiting for someone to go. Yeah, all right, come on, you come in. You, you've got a, something to do right now, um, which is cool, but it's not as enjoyable as it would be with a partner there. It, with it's you. really interesting that you say that because we've recently been to a club where they were letting single guys in, and she and I both commented saying that. The single guys just sat there and waited for couples to approach them. Yep. Mm. And both of us were like, we're not going to approach any single guys. But if they came up to us, we would definitely talk to them and then entertain the idea. So how was it where you went? Was it more – because the way you're describing it, it feels like you were – everybody. all the single guys were waiting for couples to come up to them. Who well, had the push-pull? there was a degree, though, of you were a single guy, so you were a little bit on the outer. It was okay. almost unless you were there to – you know, unless you were there providing – service, which is a really poor euphemism, um, that you were just not really welcome there. It okay. was, it's, there were, and it may have been just the nature of that, um, that environment, but it was very clicky. You know, there yeah. was, there was couples there who knew each other and you'd go to sit down and try and start a conversation and it was just, oh yeah, hi, you're here on your own. Um, yes. How are you guys? I'm... The ginger tramp. Um, <laughs> and it was just, it, it just did not feel like as welcoming an environment. Oh, that's interesting. I wonder if that is just how it is, though, because I see that a lot on profiles for couples. Um, single males do not yeah. message us, we'll message you if we're interested. So is that just an extension of that whole 
I don't know what to call it, um, the idea yeah, uh, that we see regularly. You, you make a good point, and I would have to say definitely maybe, um, because you do see that. And in fact, even on ours, we say single males don't contact us unless you're bi. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, that's an interesting point. Maybe that is. It's just sort yeah. of the way that the lifestyle has sort of pushed itself to where the guys are on a street behind a glass wall with a red light. And it could be because there is that, whether it's perception or reality, that every guy, single guy there is, oh, I'm just looking for a threesome. You know, I'm just looking for to be part of this thing. And, and there's no, there's, there's a significant chance that that single male is going to not want to provide anything to the relationship or, mm. you know, to, to the, the, the greater excitement of it all. So it's just like, can you all just go and stand in the corner? So the ones who we'll who, who do you. genuinely who, or could genuinely bring something to the table are automatically excluded because they are single yeah. men. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I, can, I accept that. Yeah. Yeah. So, are you guys both? You know, this is more for the listeners, the people inside the microphone, than for us. But are you still seeing people inside the microphone? I know they're they're wee tiny. Yeah. Um, are you guys still seeing people separately as well? Correct. Yes. I'm currently not seeing anyone. So, hey, yo, ladies. Yeah, hi, ladies. <laughs> um, I'll provide my contact details at the end of the show. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> oh dear God! <laughs> if you get any any contact through this show, we want some sort of tip, but just the tip. D- um, that would be contact amazing, or quality it? contact. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, doesn't matter. Had sex. Um, <laughs> Um, no, not seeing anyone on my own currently. By choice or by bad luck? Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) And that answers the question. But you are still dating and going out and meeting people. So So how are you meeting people? Because as I recall from our last podcast, you are the tender master. (laughs) Woolies. Oh, God. I nearly sprayed... Breathe out my nose. <laughs> I can just, well, I'm sorry. I can just see you in the fresh fruit section. Yeah, that's so I, I noticed you're buying a lot of cucumbers, <laughs> making pickles. <laughs> I'm going to avoid the temptation to go down a path of a whole heap of fruit and veggie related puns and bad comments. That's what our that's what our listeners. That's expect. what the listeners want. Okay. <laughs> Let, can you help me see if these melons are right? Um, can let's, I check yours? Let's um, go to the butcher and look at some meat curtains. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then all the are we, near, are we near the seafood section or is that just me? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, Tinder Master. Um, actually, no, I. Something strange has happened in the last. Um, how many months? Five months? Um, I turned. 36 at my last birthday and all of a sudden it's like there's this massive drop off I'm now 36 and no one wants to touch me yeah I'm in that same boat buddy 35 is a magical number 35 and under I was that how how bad do we want the stories here no, let's go. Let's go. Let's, yeah, so honest. I went on we this one honest. date. So there was oh, this person <laughs> I'd met on OKCupid, and we'd gone on a couple of dates. I thought it was actually really good. It, you know, it was really going well. Um, went on this one date. It had all just turned to sort of nothing very quickly. You know, it had got very awkward. So what had planned to be a big night out, I was at home at 9 o'clock on a Saturday night um, watching whatever the movies I could find on Netflix were, and drinking all the booze I could find in the oh, house. You were watching was, Notebook, weren't you? Oh, uh, almost. And, and and running out of Tinder likes. I mean, that's not a really good sign for a Saturday night when you've had a date organised and you run out of Tinder likes. Um, but I had debated that evening changing my age on Facebook for it to flow through to Tinder to say that I was 35 again, just in the vain hope I would get some people swiping, <laughs> swiping right on me. You're preaching to the choir there. I have the exact same fucking problem on Grinder. It's like it's, if I don't show my age anymore, because I look younger than my age, mm-hmm. but if I show my age, nobody talks to me. Mm. They're like, oh, you're almost 40. You're old. Fuck you. If, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not swiping right on people age 35 and over, you're an ageist and you should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah. 
And we don't want you anyway. Yeah. Your young, nubile skin. Yeah. So tight. We kind of do. Yeah, we do. do. I do want it. Yeah. Yeah. And your hair is so pretty. (laughs) (laughs) And and the skin around your breasts are always so tight and firm. firm. Yeah. And your balls are always (laughs) (laughs) bally. Sorry. Sorry. I'm not. You got distracted. (laughs) Is it hot in here or is it just those youngins? I'm getting the vapors. Laws. Um, so this, this date that, I mean, what happened? Had you hooked up with this person, this girl? No, I hadn't hooked up. No. But um, was it your age? Was it like you were sitting, cause I'm now imagining you're dating some millennial and you're sitting at a table and no, you're talking this, about. This person was 30. Um, and. So only six years younger than you. Shut up. Uh, no, but that's the point. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm on your side. I, I retract my shut up, Your Honor. Um, <laughs> no. And, and I replace it with a thank you for understanding. Um, no, they were 30, so they were okay, but they had just stepped into the world of open relationships and polyamory, and they'd been dating madly, absolutely and utterly dating oh. madly. And every every time I'd caught up with them, had been out on a date the night before that had gone late or whatever, so it was always tired. And okay. it was just And it just, in the end, it just seemed like there was... The, the there was just no chemistry in the end and I couldn't be bothered pushing shit up a hill any further. Um, that's not a euphemism. Um, I just couldn't be you. bothered. So it sort of was a bit... In fairness, though, if she couldn't be bothered turning up in the frame of mind to actually have a good night with you, then that's her loss yeah, as I well. Agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but back to your question. Why am I the one keeping things on track? Why am I the one being good? You're also the one rambling. No. <laughs> Cut all the rambling out. Um, <laughs> we'll fix that fix in post. We'll fix that in post. Yeah. <laughs> um, am I seeing anyone because of bad luck or just otherwise? Um, no, I have been trying, but yes, there has been the I've turned 36 thing, so therefore I'm you know no good anymore, um, apparently. But I have... I beg to differ. I would agree with that. I, I, oh, and I'm just from watching. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, look, there's, I'm still trying to find someone to see on my own on the regular which would be nice Mm -hmm. yeah so do you guys actively seek couples as well or are couples more of just a if someone comes along kind of thing do you have a preference on separate or together that's a good question um i don't i think it's i like both really like the together stuff is really fun and it's enjoyable and we end up speaking to people that we actually like mm-hmm. um and there's i find there's less sifting to be done like if you get on when you first message then you keep messaging yeah. and you meet and everything like that but where where you're looking for single people to or a single person separately there can be a, you need to do a lot of work whereas together it's a teamwork sort of thing i mean it's 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 a very different dynamic. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it is the wonderful thing about being in an open relationship is that you can go and hunt the differing kinds of experiences that fulfil different needs within Absolutely. your life and your life as a couple as well, mm-hmm. in that we have our relationship, then we have well, you have your relationship with your other person, which is a, a you know, that's a nice one-on-one thing. Mm-hmm. But as you say, there's that sifting element all the time that where it's going to be a one-on-one relationship there, you're engaging to a degree and a greater degree of intimacy and trust with that person and you want to make sure that you haven't found someone who's really just... A bunny boiler. A bunny boiler or, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm into open relationships, but I or really... CrossFit. Or CrossFit. Oh, I just <laughs> want to rope you out of the herd and, and really just get you all yeah. for myself. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. It's those people, I know what you're talking about, those people who think that, oh, you're just polyamorous or you're just in an open relationship because you're not happy with what, with what you have at home. I can provide you with what you don't. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to give you I can a fix white you. picket yeah. friend. Yeah, so. I can fix you. I can yeah. fix you. And I'm like, no, no, yeah. I'm not broken. Well, I am, but not in that way. Yeah. Um, but then you've got the relationships you can have, the encounters you can have with other couples, which... Um, there's already a sort of um, gate that they've passed through that you can go, all right, know that you're definitely on both on board with having this kind of thing, that you're not saying that you're open to open relationships just because you really just want to try and attract as many people as you can for uh, a one-on-one kind of encounter. That you go, okay, well, they're both on here. They've both got their photos on here. We're contacting both of them. You know, we're chatting on kick. 
So this is the real deal. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, there's a, there is always that thing of will all four of you get along and all mm-hmm. four of you want to play and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, again, it's the beauty of the open relationship. But also there's a lot less pressure with couples, I find, yeah. because you're fitting in with everybody's schedules, um, but you don't... It, you don't have to bear the brunt of the entire relationship by yourself as well. Mm. So, if the other couple's having a bad day, you sort of don't have to care. Yeah. Whereas, whereas if you are in a in another one on one relationship with, exactly with someone, that you know when they're having a bad time of it, you you feel do, for them and you, you want to help them. You feel yeah. compelled to actually, you know, be there to help them because you're invested in them. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, exactly. you know, and I know what you mean because like. I know there's times where she will ki- keep up most of the uh, the conversation over kick mm-hmm. because I'm either too busy with work or I'm in a mental headspace where I don't really want to do it. I don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah, I don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah. So she takes care of that. And then I know there's times that's the other way around. She's mm-hmm. busy at work and I'm the one that's chatting, you know, consistently. Yeah. And you see that yeah. with couples. And I know what you mean because if you've got a, a, a partner, a, a one-on-one partner, and I've had this as well, where... Um, he or she just keeps messaging, messaging, and messaging, and you're like, "Look, I've got other shit I've got to do." You feel guilty for ignoring them, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but and you're not meaning to ignore them, and they may get it, but they may not, and yeah. so it's it's that you're walking a fine line. There's no one else to carry that load with you, mm-hmm. for you. Um, so, do you have any couples like right now that you're talking to? Yes. Yeah, there is one one couple of couples that we're talking to. There's one that we met up with um, late last year and just haven't had a chance to catch back up with again. Yeah. Late last year? You mean like six months ago? Yeah, December. Yeah, four months. Christmas. Four, okay, four months, yeah. yeah. Um, we but, have, just haven't been up because the lady has been traveling a lot for work. And, and it's so hard do to they. Do a, so, yeah. Yeah. It's hard to do a couple swinging thing when, like, one of them isn't around. <laughs> it's sort of a little bit awkward to go, yeah, hi, I'm the guy in the relationship. And this is a cardboard cutout of yeah. the lady. Yeah, she's here. She's on <laughs> Skype. She's going to watch. <laughs> oh, that's a brilliant idea. Let's do that. For when you're out of the country. No, you get one of those iPads on the little Segway thing. So it's like a... <laughs> just put a, a when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. A flashlight at the bottom for the lady, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, just oh yeah, harder, harder, harder. Hang on, bad internet connection. <laughs> bad internet. <laughs> Okay, Ginger Tramp, I am touching (laughs) such and such's bottom in this particular way. Do it for me. (laughs) What does it feel like? I'm not comfortable with this. (laughs) But there is another couple we've also been chatting to um, recently. And, yeah, we just seem to be getting on quite well on kick, which is always a good sign when you can can actually have have a conversation on kick and it doesn't seem too forced. So... We've yet to meet them, though. I mean, yeah. they could be freaks. Um, <laughs> they the bad we're freaks. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, it's not not like you have to communicate every day in that yeah. situation yeah. either. Yeah. So, Again, that there's not that pressure. Yeah. yeah. And, and we find it always depends on what's what's happening. So, like, if we're, you know, we have friends from Canberra, and if we know we're going to Canberra or they're coming up to Sydney you know, that, that escalates the conversation. Right. So you start ch- chatting with them a lot. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm chatting. Well, like even with the four of us, it's like mm-hmm. knowing that we were coming up to see you guys, <laughs> the, our kick, if you look at the number of kick messages sent in our it's group, exploded. Yeah, right. it's like boom, 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 boom. It's like suddenly because it's that excitement. And then, you know, after As we go home. As this afternoon, you did to us. Yeah, yeah. As soon as we get on the plane, we'll be like, Ginger who? Ginger. <laughs> <laughs> I kid, we'll never forget you. 
Aww. We'll never forget you. What's your name? Um, <laughs> What's your name again? Yeah. Um, yeah. So having going back to the conversation 20 <laughs> minutes ago, um, look, see, now I'm directing. Oh, this is awesome. We're taking You're turns. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Reminds me of last night, but that's a different story. Um, <laughs> so is there advice that you can give people who are where you guys were a year ago and you're like, they're like, you know, I, I'm having trouble communicating with my partner. We both clearly want this, a similar, if not the same thing, but we're having trouble communicating that to one another. Sex positive therapist. So you go guys went to one. you guys went to therapy together, or did you go separately? Separately together? and together. Okay. So separately, so we could work out what the hell we both wanted, mm-hmm. and then together to be able to facilitate um, communicating that without feeling pressured yeah. um, because a lot of the time you, you can know what you want but you just don't know how to say it without hurting feelings and sometimes you just need to put that to the side and just say it. It's also very easy on the receiving end of that to be defensive and immediately put that exactly. wall up and not really listen or accept what the other person is saying. Yeah, and it was good to have somebody there to redirect because, as you can see, we both get off topic very easily. Don't we all? Uh, <laughs> to redirect the conversation and get back to what we're trying to achieve yeah. in that particular session. And I know what you mean because we did the exact same thing. And it's very we what we have found or what I have found for me is it's very easy to whenever somebody is suggesting something or saying something that they feel and believe you instantly go on the defensive and it's an attack. Mm. Um, you want this because there's some problem with me or, or something like that. Yeah. And it's not that necessarily at all. Um, also, don't compare yourselves to other people because you're going to come up short in your own mind. Yeah. Um, work on your relationship because it's yours. Don't start looking outside of it um, and trying to compare because you know you don't know what is going on in someone else's open relationship. They could be fighting just as much yeah. or they could be at a different level that you're at. You're not quite ready to do what they do or you are already doing more than they are doing. Just be happy with where you are, work on the things that you want to work on and work towards what you want to achieve. I also think identifying as a couple, you know, discussing as a couple and identifying where you want your relationship to be, where is it now, Mm -hmm. how can we take steps to get towards that? Because one thing that we've learned is that amongst all of our swinger friends, friends in open relationships, every one of them looks different. No two are the same. And it's just whatever works for you and your partner, but you have to talk about that and, and or find a way to communicate with them what is it that I want what is it that you want are they the same thing and if not how can we kind of meld it somewhere to where it is similar and will work yeah and drag in elements that you see elsewhere if you like the, the idea of it talk yeah. about it and see how you can bring it into your relationship granted as well oh, by the same token if you find things that you don't like about your relation, talk, relationship, talk about it and see how you can change it so it's better. I think even small things, you know, you look at other people as you see them out and about in other couples, and there are small things in, in the way they may do things that you're like, oh, that's a good idea, let's try that. Or I like the way they did this, you know, will that work for us? Can we employ that? Mm-hmm. Um, I know that you guys were telling me last night that you have the nonverbal cues, mm-hmm. you know, and, and theirs is very different to ours. Wait, what is your nonverbal? Because we, we, we do the tap. Yeah, what is yours? So a, a solid fist is an apple. So uh-huh. that's that's fine because it's healthy. Um, fingers out is a pineapple because it's spiky. It's not so good. It's awesome. <laughs> but it's easy to see from across the room yeah. as well. Yeah. So yeah, and or you can do it under the table when you're sitting next to each other or on top of the table. You just bring out your oh, fingers. Smart. Look yeah, at you guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. anybody that dates us in the future, please ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> We're changing the code shortly. Yeah, it's going to be Morse code from now on. In blinks. Do you have something in your eye? Yes, it's yes. a stick. It's a branch. Can't get that it log out. had a child. Is she blinking my Sharona too? <laughs> um, oh dear. The only advice I would give coming out of the last 12 months would be Things are never as good or as bad as you think they are. Um, that if you think everything is going really well, <laughs> it's probably a good sign that you should just stop and confirm Take a really good look. that it's all going really well. <laughs> That's Be- awesome. Because it's sad. 
Yeah, but it's you know you it's you real. think yeah. you think that it is all going swimmingly and everything's great, but that could be because you're swept up in your own, own little world of everything's wonderful everything and happy. Everything is awesome. <laughs> um, and things are never ever as bad because it's very easy to get caught in a downward spiral or an upward spiral, yeah. Um, yeah. and as a result, you can start to paint your future un, uh, incorrectly yeah. and so just take that moment step back and for god's sakes communicate um you know there, there does come a point where you've just got to own your own shit and get on with it but sometimes you just have to at least put it out there to say this is my issue and then if your partner says yeah just that's your problem not my problem um, at least you have put it out there and you've had it acknowledged and you can't say that, well, I never said that. So, yeah. 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 And, and if your partner is right for you and good for you, and if it is an issue that you both need to work on, you've put it out there at the very least and they may consider it and they may come back to you at another time because they may say, that's not, that's not my problem, that's your problem. But it could just sit there for a while in their head and go, well, hang on, can I do anything to contribute to fixing this, writing this, helping this person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't know, we've come across things where one of us will say something thinking that it's our personal problem, and once we voice it to the other, both of us are like, that's exactly what I thought. You know, the other person agrees mm-hmm. completely, and yeah. they're like, I had the exact same problem or concern. And I always think back to um, in university, someone, you know, there's no bad questions because if you ask a question, it's likely that it's in somebody else's head. They're just not brave enough to ask it. And it's, I think, similar in relationships. It's, you've got, you might have a question or a comment or something in your head, and you think that you're the only person that feels that way. When in fact, especially when you're looking at groups um, for more people, you know, you're likely this. You're not the only one that's got that question or whatever floating around in your or skull. Or idea. Or idea <laughs> floating around in your head. Yeah. And it may be too that. If it's an issue or something that you're trying to work through or something that you see in yourself and you're like, this is how I feel, this is what I think of this situation, your partner may or may not think or feel the same way. But at the same time, they may be like, yeah, I can tell that that's how you feel. But mm-hmm. you know, you're, we're not communicating about it. You're not saying it. I'm not acknowledging it. And just getting it out there and acknowledging that, yes, I, I know that's how you feel and that's how you see the situation whether I agree with it or not, yeah. it's just having that, just having it out there really Being helps. aware of yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And knowing that you're both aware of it. So mm-hmm. do you think that you guys have, when it comes to things like jealousy, have you just learned to deal with jealousy? Are you past jealousy? Or how, how does jealousy still float around in your relationship? I don't think you can ever be past jealousy because there's always going to be things that pop up that you're just like, Oh, <laughs> um, oh, but you know how to oh. deal with it a little bit better. Um, like you can take a step back a little bit easier and go, why am I feeling jealous? What exactly is it that's making me jealous? And then you can tell your partner, hey, I'm feeling jealous. I need this from you. And I'm not talking demands. I'm, I'm talking more like I need you to understand and realize that I'm feeling jealous and that I'll use my, me as an example, and that my reaction is not because of you, it's because of me. It's mm. my problem, but I need you to know that this is why I'm acting a little bit aloof, for so, example. So don't misread the signals of why... This isn't I, about you at all. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm feeling jealous, I'm doing my best to deal with it, but I'm displaying that I'm jealous in a way, but don't misread this as something else and allow this to escalate yeah. into something that it shouldn't be. Because mm-hmm. I, I do think that was... Um, part of the issue for us is mm. that there was a, um, a a big period of misreading signals from each other and some sort of under-the-table tit-for-tat kind of things happening that, well, if that's how you're going to behave, well, I'm going to go and do such and such. Yeah. Or if you're going to be like that, I really don't want to be around you, so I'm going to prefer to be somewhere else mm. um, without stopping and questioning what was going on. Um, or calling each other out on it as well. Yeah, in yeah. in the right way. Yeah, not just what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Stop. Um, Although sometimes that cunt. is cool. <laughs> <laughs> can I can I can I repeat the line that you used on me? Which one? We can um, cut it out later if if the answer is no. <laughs> um, ah, the one that I yeah, yeah the, go the, for the, it. The, this one is yeah, the, a perla. It's such a hurtful statement, and I. 
kind of realised it but didn't at the time. Um, there was one God Almighty argument one day <laughs> where even though I had said, I'm going out, I'm going to be away for the evening and I will be back the next day. Um, and I you know, let no, be known where I was going to be and all those kinds of things. I've come home. Um, the lady had wanted to do something else, hadn't really told me that she wanted to do it and then exploded and the line of, and at the first whiff of vagina, you're off and your brain is gone. <laughs> and it was, it was a God awful moment in that wonderful period of just, um, well, it wasn't wonderful. Um, it was harsh. It was harsh, and it was a that was probably the one of the lowest of the low watermarks in that whole period. Yeah, um, I'm a bitch. What can but, I say? <laughs> but looking back on it, it was the result of lots of misread communication, misread feeling, allowing things to get pent up, allowing things not to be dealt with on both sides. I would so. actually say um, no communication because realistically. What we were saying was different from what we both were feeling. I mean, the the other thing, I mean, about jealousy, you know, to your question, and and the lady's right, jealousy's always going to be there. You just, the more you confront it, the more you get to know the nature of it. The more you accept it exists. If you deny that it exists and you pretend that, well, I just don't get jealous. Um, It's going to be slimer, turn up and and slap you in the face, essentially. it's it's... It is always going to be there, and it will be there in its own unique way for you, and you have to understand what jealousy is for you, and that just means confronting it. Yeah, and, and going, why do I feel like this? Oh, it could be because I'm feeling jealous. Why am I feeling jealous? And actually work through it. Don't, stop stop trying to be a... Fucking hero. Stop trying, be, <laughs> stop trying to be a fucking hero, because um, you only end up falling on your ass in the end. And realise that it's okay to feel jealous. Hmm. It's just what you do with it that is... Yeah, can be not okay. It's interesting because when you're all talking about this, the what the analogy that's popping into my head is domestication. So you're domesticating jealousy. You're yeah. it's a wild creature that mm. it sort of runs wild if you let it. But you're, what you're trying to do is sort of you don't kick it out, but you domesticate it and learn to live with it in a peaceful, yeah. more understanding sort of way. You know, you go and go down to the beach and you know walk out into the waves, and the first few times you do it, you get knocked over every time the waves come in. Mm. But after a while, you learn what's coming what's happening, how to look with it, how to roll with it, how to deal with it as it hits you and then how as it pulls back the other way. So that after a while, you can go and stand out in the waves and it's okay. Um, whereas if you don't keep going out there and doing it, it will always just be the thing that knocks you on your ass. Yeah. Oh, great analogy. Perhaps you should have a podcast. Fuck, that was deep, hey? <laughs> <laughs> I, should, I should drink more in the mornings. <laughs> I say that every day. Yeah. So I have an all-important question. Since you tore down your old relationship, rebuilt everything to where you are now, mm. has this affected your sex life? Your personal, between the between two of the you. Between the two of you. Not between, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, I'm getting laid more often. Yeah, no, between the two of you, has it affected your sex life? <laughs> Absolutely. For the positive or the negative? Um, <laughs> depends on the week. Because we all want the dirty wow. details. Yeah. You want the dirty details or you don't want the dirty yeah. details? Brown chicken, brown cow. I think we're a little bit more expen- experimental. I thought you were going to say expendable. <laughs> I, I think we're a little bit more expendable. I thought you were going to say expensive. <laughs> well, that too. Um, no, we try to buy a the big bit. happy meals, like the the really good, the fancy McDonald's burgers. Now, not just the McChickens when we go out for a fancy dinner. You have to yeah. put a special toy in it, like from yeah. Max Black. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wouldn't that be amazing? I know, right? Oh. That would be a truly happy That's meal. That's a really, really happy meal. <laughs> Oh, Back God. on topic. <laughs> Sorry. I don't remember what the topic was. Uh, What's our sex your sex life, life been like? You're experimental. Um, a little bit more experimental. We spend more time um, probably doing things with others than each other. Um, but anything is better than nothing at all. Wow. <laughs> so do you, talk about, do you talk about what you do with other people with each other? Or is what you do with someone else your thing? Um, if it's something new and interesting, I'm always, I want to know because I do and I'm nosy. (laughs) Um, Ginger, I don't really tell you that much because I'm trying to spare your feelings. But if you asked, I'd tell you whatever you wanted to know. Yeah. Okay. Um, (laughs) I don't think he wants to really know that much. No, look, and I think that's come from, there is a, 
to say that everything is rebuilt completely That's would bullshit. be a com- would yeah. be bullshit. Well, yeah. of course. I mean, yeah, you can't erase what uh, fifteen years the worth apocalypse. of of, <laughs> yeah. of of relationship that yeah. you yeah. cannot erase yeah. that. But yeah. to to as a general sort of thing, I really don't want to know mm-hmm. what the lady does with others. Um, unless he's in the room. Unless you're in the room. Unless <laughs> he in the wants room. to watch with you know, popcorn. But, but <laughs> yeah. the lady on her own with right. someone else, I don't really want to know about because for whatever reason that... That feeds your jealousy. Private. That feeds the jealousy. Okay. Yeah. You know, and, and um, or it, I'll be acknowledging it but not acknowledging it. Yep, yeah. yep, cool. Good. Yeah, cool story. Yeah, great. I don't want to hear this. Yeah, really, I don't want to know. Um, okay. It has... Yeah, look, I would not say... I would say it has certainly affected... The, our sex life um, it had certainly been on a, on a, on a decline we, we'd opened up the relationship um, we had it had certainly in the early days provided a greater spark um, but then jealousy very much destroyed that um, mm. and there was just an extended period there where there was no physical intimacy between us because we started to live separate lives mm-hmm. i mean we were certainly starting to um go down the look at, we're looking at cutting ties yeah. and um going completely separate ways and yeah when that's happening you know there was never any intimacy of any kind let alone anything that resembled um physical affection or sex um how much do you want to know well how much do you want to tell um, I guess the, the question then is like right now are you happy with the physical relationship that you two have had as a development from opening up a relationship do you want it to be more of course <laughs> wait okay so do you want it to be more yeah, then why not do it this seems like a, a, a no brainer like it, I mean I get it I do get the whole you know it's been 15 years of 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 push and pull and there's been a lot more push recently than there's been pull. But if, if, if I want more from the buffet and, and, and the buffet is open, well then by God, I'm going to lay on the buffet and go under the sneeze guard and roll around in the food there. (laughs) (laughs) And the other thing question I would have is your sex life pre opening up the relationship and your sex life now how do how would those compare? And are you happier with where it is now than where it was pre-opening up? I think I'm happier with where it is now because pre-opening it up, we never saw each other. Mm. And when we did, we were both too tired. It was basically come home, wash your clothes, repack them, and one of us left. So do you so. set dates now? Do you have dates with each other and, and arrange arrange per se meetups or like, you know, this is our time together? Do you do that? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And we make them special, but also every day as well. Mm-hmm. So plan something really amazing, but also just go down to the bar, have a few drinks, yeah. hang yeah. out. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. always it doesn't have, have to have be a to be, production. Yeah, right. exactly. And that's right. There's something we do a lot more of now than we did in the past yeah. that we do just spend better time together. time together as a couple. And that was something that we never did well before. Um, and you just mean general time, not yeah. necessarily sexy yeah. time. Just yeah. like just do, like going on dates. Time. But yeah. that builds that intimacy, though. That's correct. Mm. And, yeah. and intimacy is not always about sex. No. Yeah. I mean, In fact, yeah. Yeah. I mean, given the level of destruction that we <laughs> waged upon our relationship, we during almost the salted of, the earth. Yeah. <laughs> um, it it has been a rebuilding process. I would say um, that having been with other people and the time we spend with other people has made us better partners for each other anyway Absolutely. because we have been out and experienced and and seen that certain things are you know it's okay and it's okay to do you know there's 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 just different ways to go about you know, yeah. expressing physical intimacy and you do learn from your partners as well not necessarily it's not just necessarily limited to intimacy 
or a particular sex position. It's also how you communicate with other partners. Oh, I actually like this. I'm going to try and bring this to our relationship mm. because yeah. I really like this. So, and it works. <laughs> but we are still building and we will probably continue to build to the day we die. Which I, For sure. you know, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I always think of... Uh, we might like, even renovate. <laughs> well, yeah, and the, 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 um, the best relationships, I think, often look like the... Is it, Winchester House, do you know? It's always having the rooms yeah. out on. Yeah, the yeah. Winchester House is in San Jose, San Jose. California. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's this giant house that the lady just kept building until mm-hmm. the day she died, adding on rooms and stuff. It's like 150 something rooms, Jesus. and there are doorways that go nowhere and stairways that go to into ceilings with no openings. And but I think relationships often look like that because yeah. they they may not have a, a logical. They're still a home. There's still mm-hmm. a house, but there's not necessarily a logical flow to them. And some paths lead nowhere, and some paths lead to... But at least you've been there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You you know that that path is a dead end, and that's just, okay, well, let's, learn from, it and yeah. let's learn from it and move on. Mm-hmm. Um, cool, yeah. So do you have any other questions for them? No. Do you guys have any Can questions? Can we answer that question? Pretty well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it's... In a roundabout way. In a roundabout way. You know, it's, it's one of those things that's... Um, you know, like like you said earlier, there's really no right or wrong answer. There's no. just it. There just is. is the truth, you know, yeah. and that's the truth is sometimes ugly. It's sometimes bitter. Weird. It's <laughs> often weird, um, but what's positive about it is it's the truth, and that's mm. you know you don't have to. You don't have to hide from it. If anyone's listening to this and they are going through a bit of a shit patch, just know that you're not the only one going through a shit patch. Yeah. yeah. Um, that that we've been there. I mean, um, <laughs> message us if you want to just reach out and say, hey, <laughs> we just want to know whether I'm not alone. Is it true? And yeah, it, you aren't alone. Others have been there. It is okay. It's okay to talk to people about it. Yeah. Um, don't hide it. Don't, yeah. don't hide it from the world. Um, and that that's sometimes difficult because I know a lot of us keep our special lives I'll call them yeah. um, quiet from our everyday friends because mm-hmm. quite honestly a lot of them wouldn't understand or well, we assume they wouldn't understand yeah. and the truth of the matter is many of us suffer through this you know mm-hmm. I remember you know when I was coming out sexually it was one of those things that I didn't tell anybody because I knew that I was the only person who had ever felt this way yeah. you know and we all we tend to do that we assume that no one else understands our problems and mm-hmm. no one else has ever experienced this and in fact, it's, you know, many of us go through the same sort of trials and tribulations. Yeah. yeah. Well, both of us have told a couple of our close friends about what we do and some of them understood, others didn't, but they're just like, are you happy? And we're just like, well, it's working. And they're like, fuck, I don't care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then how they'll come back with questions. Me? Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, but how does that work exactly? And this, this usually comes about a week later after they thought about it. <laughs> how exactly does that work? Like, wait a minute. <laughs> Awesome. Let's yeah. wrap this one up. We have a question. And we this have is, a question. This is a fun question. Oh, yes. Good. Are, we, are we doing that one? <laughs> yeah. Oh, do you have another one? I was going to ask a different question, but okay. that's a good we question. We can save this one. Go for yours. So I was going to say, in a perfect week, how many times would you have sex? Not necessarily with each other, but just... And not masturbation. So, oh, god damn it! <laughs> so physical intimacy okay. with another person. First, okay, let's do both. Physical in- intimacy with another person and masturbation. At the same time, but in the same week, not at the same time. <laughs> Let me restart this question. In a perfect week, how many times would you, A, have sex with another person, and B, masturbate? So not your original question is how many times a week would I wank into someone? <laughs> Which is physical awesome. intimacy and masturbate at the same time. Mutual masturbation. That, that's physical intimacy. <laughs> Mutual masturbation falls into physical intimacy with another person. Um... You can go first. No, you can go first. Well, let's not all fight each other for it. Sex, two or three times a week, any more than that, and is a little bit too much because I need me time as well. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, masturbation, seven, 14. Depends on the week. So you'd rather masturbate more than have sex with other people more? Because yeah, it's like mama it knows be... how mama wants to be touched. Exactly, and I can get it over and done with in five minutes and I can feel fantastic for so, the rest of the day. As a side question, how do you feel about mutual masturbation? You and someone else masturbating together. Am I masturbating them or are they masturbating me? You're doing me? you, they're doing them, but you're in the same room. That's fucking hot. 
<laughs> Question answered. Question answered. Uh, GT? <laughs> you go fast. <laughs> I was actually thinking gin and tonic. Yeah. Under um, a black light, he looks like milk. Which, look at him. Oh, <laughs> honey, you're, you're milk and honey. Um, <laughs> With a little bit of spice. Probably four or five times a week, masturbation, I don't know. Um, was that sex or masturbation? That was sex. That was sex. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It depends on how good Reddit is that week, you know, what it's offering up. Um, <laughs> um, oh, shit. You should spend some more time on Twitter. Holy shit. Oh, man, Twitter's amazeballs. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, no, let's not get into that. Um, <laughs> masturbation, I don't know. I mean, it's just sort of whatever, sort of to the lady's point, whatever takes your fancy and when you're sort of feeling in... In the mood. In the mood, yeah. in the need and the whatever. Um, have you ever masturbated at work? Uh, no. Have you? I work from home, so fuck yes. Okay, when you didn't work from home? You wouldn't have. You were too much of a prude back then. Oh! <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> you! So that sounds, but the fact that you can't remember it means it's a yeah. no. I used to do it every week, sometimes daily in the, in the bathroom stalls when I was working at the hospital. So what's your uh, ideal? Uh, sex is at, I would say, somewhere between 7 and 12 times a week. Um, Holy shit. <laughs> and add-on masturbation of probably another 10 to 14. <laughs> so yeah, that would be my, that would be my goal. Yeah. I would say it, 10 times a week for sex would be my ideal. Yeah. How about you? I would agree. I was going to say 7 to 14 for sex, once to twice a day, but not every day. Yeah. And about as much for masturbation. Yeah. yeah. And these are individual sessions, just not multiple sessions in one session? Uh, right. Sometimes we do multiple sessions in one session. I don't know. Mm. Like, are you saying multiple sessions well, or multiple orgasms? If it's orgasm, she's in that 150 to 200. No, I'm like thinking about... Okay, have sex, have a little sleep, wake up, have another sleep. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Those are individual sessions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was possibly more than. I was thinking for, like, days. Oh, okay, I see what you mean, yes. Yeah. 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 All the birds today. I know. All the birds have had. So you've heard the Australian crow. You've heard that's a uh, crowned dove. I mean, so, yeah. It's a, if they're coming through the microphone, yeah, anyway. I'm sure yeah. they are. They probably are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so cool. Um, if people wish to reach out to you, like you so graciously offered, how are they going to do that on, uh, on, I'm assuming you mean I'm assuming on Twitterverse? Twitter? Yeah. Yes. I know you are at Lolo Lady. L0L0 Lady. Yes. Correct. That's, that was confusing for me the first 20,000 times. I try to make it difficult. <laughs> well, now you just oh. come up automatically. Lolo yeah. Lady, you always make things hard. I know. Brown chicken, brown cow. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at uh, the ginger underscore tramp. Ginger tramp. And ginger check out the picture. It's really hot. I love it. It's hilarious. Uh, it's red wine, which makes me, I don't know, moist. Happy. Moist. <laughs> it's red wine and a three-day growth for the all the Australian listeners. Oh, oh. nice. <laughs> Even I know what that means. <laughs> Um, and you can find us at By the By Podcast on the Twitterverse. Um, you can also find us on uh, Facebook, www.facebook.com slash By the By Podcast, or on our website, www.bythebye.com.au. Hey, you. Um, is there other way? Oh, email us at theadamsoflove at gmail.com. <laughs> Mrs. Adam here is looking up the picture. I, I had to remember what the picture was because I've yeah. seen the picture, but I didn't remember what it Look was. Look at those abs. I know. So Look at that body. Yeah. Oh, work out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got a uh, another pendulum party coming up. Yes, May 19th. May 19th. We need to convince these two to come down. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, come out, say hi, mm-hmm. play a little. It's yeah. going to be a good night. night. Or yeah. That's right. Mm. Um, and we'll, we'll put a link up for tickets on our Twitter feed, on yep. Facebook. It's yep. on our Secret Spots website. Yep. Um, and the four of us will be at the first week of Passion in Paradise. Yes. Um, in October, so that's going to be. It's going to be a hot week. Bloody awesome! It's going to be. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Seven to fourteen, four to five, three to four times a day thing, or a week is going to just transmute into a three to four times a day. Oh, yeah, it, it is. Yeah. Um, if I'm, I'm not walking, some ice. <laughs> if I'm not walking with a limp at the end of the week, it's going to be a failed week. Yeah. 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 It's just going to be powder coming out in the end. It's not even going to be liquid. <laughs> <laughs> you got to stay hydrated. Spider-Man. <laughs> 
Let me spider man in all over the room. <laughs> you wouldn't want to have a blue light after one of those evening. Oh, that would be awesome. And disturbing. How did it get on the ceiling? Don't ask. Why is this town phosphorescing? (laughs) 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 All right. So we're going to wrap this up. And uh, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you all next time. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.